Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to another one of these. I'm Austin York. Sitting next to me is Tristan Rides. That's Dylan Reed. We are here with you doing a little bit of the speculation this week on America's team on what the Cowboys are going to do this offseason to improve themselves. We've got the Combine next week, free agency the week after that. It's going to be a very busy few weeks for the Dallas Cowboys. They've got a lot of decisions to make, and of course we're here to sort it all out for you and Cowboys Nation. And Dylan, I'm going to ask you first, and then uh, Tristan will get your ideas next. The Cowboys... There's a few guys that they can definitely restructure their contract. Right now they're over the cap. Mm -hmm. They've got to at least restructure some guys. Probably going to cut some guys. The biggest name that I think that is probably going to be chopped, it's not just for his contract being the biggest. It's the second biggest, actually, when you talk about the hit. But it's Ezekiel Elliott, running back. This guy has been a, a stalwart for us since 2016. Do yeah. you see any way that he stays with the Cowboys, or do you think he's a cap casualty? Well, it's been a topic of conversation, right, all over America, especially here in Dallas. And I think there's only maybe one or two people on the planet that believe that Zeke Elliott should stay on the Cowboys. The danger here is those two people happen to be Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones. I think that's what kind of scares me, is that I think— you look back at how many T-shirts and jerseys, how many 214 shirts oh, yeah. and all that kind of nonsense with the combined Zeke's number and Dax. To me, it, it, it into almost every NFL fan out there, it seems like a very simple thing. Zeke is well past his prime. He's, he's absolutely served his purpose. It's time to, time to move on from him. But of course, as a Cowboys fan, you've got a little bit of a wildcatter in Jerry. You really never know if he's going to end up just saying... Whatever, Zeke, will you take just some massive pay cut, which probably still won't help us in that? Well, you're talking about a massive pay cut. This would, I mean, what would you be willing to pay the guy? A million bucks? Maybe? Yeah. Yes. And he's making 16. Yeah. Do you think he's going to, oh, yeah, that's fine with me? No. No. I think there's no doubt about it that he is a cut. I, I don't, and they're going to save what they can. I, I don't, uh, it depends on June 1st or before. That's going to come up in a different, that's getting in the weeds of how much they'll spend. Or save Tristan. Is there any doubt in your mind that Ezekiel is gone, or do you think the Cowboys 
Try to make something happen. I mean, Give is grass green? I, 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 <laughs> I mean, you got, you've already done a pretty good job of illustrating this. But, man, for the production, he's had a career low coming off of a season which he didn't eclipse yeah. 1,000 yards from scrimmage. That's including passing, mm-hmm. uh, receptions, everything else. One of the worst seasons of his career, easily, and being available, he was the second running back on a team that also featured Tony Pollard, who's another conversation to have as well. Man, it just doesn't make any sense. I can't ima- like imagine asking him to take eight million. Eight million would still seem too much. So oh, even God, asking yeah. him to take oh, like would you be willing to do three million dollars? That sounds the most reasonable. But imagine somebody going to you and going, would you only take one quarter of your salary to remain here? Exactly. Absolutely not. I, I I don't think that there's any way that he goes down that low. But the the thing is, I ask you both this: if the Cowboys were to flat cut him, do you see any team in the league giving him more than maybe league minimum? I don't see anyone – I mean, that's the thing. I don't no. know what – unless somebody knows something about him. It just depends on the role for me. It really depends. Like, once you're once you're a free agent at the NFL level, it just becomes a matter of who you're talking to, where do they seem to find you in their scheme, right? There are a number of teams that I think maybe Zeke could make some sense for. Because in the NFL today, it's a passing league. The idea of spending upwards of 10, 11, 12, 13, 16, in Zeke's case, million dollars on a running back in today's game is pretty, pretty wild, even just conceptually. When you think about teams that are trying to win Super Bowls, they're spending... Uh, there was an article I saw. The the most the highest paid running back of a Super Bowl team since 09 is $2 million. That was Leonard Fournette. <laughs> yeah, right? Seems, that, that's that's thing, a yeah. pretty shallow number when it comes to trying to get where the Cowboys are trying to get, right? Yeah, so yeah, there, there might be a team out there willing to take a chance on him just because, hey, it's Ezekiel Elliott. He can contribute to our game, but not for $16 million, not even for $8 million. All right. Yeah. We're flipping over this one real quickly that when you mentioned the guy, Tony Pollard, Cowboys are now in that window mm-hmm. where they can franchise the guy if they have to if they can't work out a deal they can franchise him but you just hit a number there they'd have to pay him 10 million dollars next yep. season if they franchise him what it looks like 10 maybe a little bit more than that either way you're just talking about it. 10 million dollars for a guy coming off injury i'm not so worried about the injury but would you give a running back 10 million bucks are you asking me first or dylan so, first we're going with you. <laughs> yeah go ahead you got the most pessimistic yeah. view no i mean no, I wouldn't. Yeah. It's it's just a matter of again, how do you allocate your resources? We were talking about the Cowboys a lot over the at least this last year about oh they need another receiver. They went out and got T. Y. Hilton. They're looking for that next playmaker in the passing game. And as much as Tony Pollard brings to that passing game, I think if you don't allocate that money towards just respectively a primary wide receiving target, you've got some good options at least in the NFL draft this year, which we'll touch on later. I just can't justify spending that much money on a running back. Just not today's game. Not if you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt that most teams don't pay that much money to a running back. I mean, for me, I would like to see him come back. Uh, I would like to, I would like to franchise him if you had to. Ideally, I really want to see him take a deal. I mean, this is a little bit of a gamble for the Cowboys, I guess, in the injury sense, but would he take this? Who knows? But I would love a nice little 3 for 28, 18 guaranteed uh, team option in the second year. Now, that's a pretty friendly deal. I could see his agent saying, we're not taking that, no yeah. interest. We'll take that franchise tag of $10 million and move on. The, my reason I want Tony Pollard back does go beyond the cap number. Because, I mean, you know, I love to pour over putting people into pieces and getting that puzzle kind of built properly. But Tony Pollard has 
no doubt been the most dynamic player on this team for almost three seasons now. And yeah, so I just last year they used him. Properly, yes, I they, they waited till the end of his last yeah, year exactly. of his deal to actually utilize. And Get I just, I just worry, especially with and I look. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl calling play, so it's not like he's a new kid on the block, but this is a new system. This is new to Dak. Let's not forget that Kellen Moore brought that Scott Linehan system with him. So this is a new system for Dak, and I do worry you're getting into a new system. Dak's coming off of his worst year as a, as a quarterback, and now you're getting rid of the most dynamic piece on offense. It's $10 million is too much to pay a running back. Tristan's 100% right. But... I'm just kind of sitting here like, what the hell else are we going to do to get that much production out of anyone else? That's my concern. I don't want to pay him $10 million, but my concern is I don't know what our offense is going to be without him. I would just say, and I know this has been said around, so I'm, this isn't a new idea, I would do kind of what Tristan said. Let him hit the market. See if somebody else is willing to pay him what. And I think he's going to get a rude awakening. I don't think there are too many teams that would just say, yeah, we'll give you $10 million plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just and not so, what the league is asking exactly. for nowadays. And so I think he comes back, and then he does a deal, and we'll see what we can do from there. I want to keep him. Yeah. I'm not really worried about the injury. I, I think he comes back from it fine. Uh, he, all indications are that he'll be ready for uh, training camp. So just let him hit the market, see what happens. Another big name that is is going to probably hurt a little Cowboys fans because he's been a stalwart on that offensive line, Tyron Smith. I'll start with you, Dylan. Do you think he's washed? I know that he was playing out of position. He was kind of um, yeah, that right tackle. hurt yeah. through most of the season. I mean, he's missed a, a ton of games. He came back. He is getting that injury bug, and we're going to have to. I mean, he, he cost the Mocust against the cap. Yeah. Uh, was it? Uh, I don't remember. I, don't know, he's, I know he's going to uh, have a cap number of $9 million or something mm-hmm. like that so they can save if they were to cut him. This year, he's, his cap number is seventeen point six. Oh, he's a very so, expensive so, so guy. Way, way over that. Mm-hmm. Do you think they cut him? I, I do, because, and Tristan just mentioned, that cap number is enormous. Um, it gives you about two or three games a year, and then he's injured. He He's a legend, right? Yeah, yeah. Throw him in the ring of honor. Great. Love Tyron Smith. But it's just like we mentioned, you know, we're building a team here. It's like just like maybe I need to remove myself from the idea of having Tony Pollard on the team. Tyron Smith is that tenfold. You cut this guy after June 1st, and you're saving yourself $13.6 million on the cap. You need that money, yeah. Yeah, and remember, like you mentioned, the Cowboys are over right now. They're over $7.6 million, not a lot. That one cut alone, now you're already under the salary cap. You you do that, you move on from him, and you move on from Zeke both June 1st. Pair that with a deck restructure, which I know I'm getting somewhere else right now, but that's unquestionably what the Cowboys will be doing this year. And you've already th- freed up somewhere upwards of $30 million on your cap. Yeah. So it's like th- those moves, especially the Zeke and Tyron thing when it comes to cutting them after that June 1st situation, we love we all love Tyron as Cowboys fans, but it is time to move on. And it maybe it's maybe you maybe you look to the draft too because look Tyler Smith great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Terrence Steele, yeah, yeah, hell of a pick, but Terrence Steele and he's, he's a free, free agent, agent. Yep. injured. That offensive line was very good last year. Can we make it even better or keep it onto the same level? You might need to draft. You might need to acquire free agents. To do all of this, you need cap space. Yeah, and You've you, got to move on from time. It's absolutely. You can't be expecting uh, Jason Peters to come back for another no, year. 
Uh, and not at that age, man. No, no. What is he? For, he's, <laughs> ancient, he's ancient for an NFL yeah. lineman yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'd be 41, Absolutely. I think. Um, and I, I always mess up this guy. Uh, Starren Steele, he's going to come back. He, I think he played very well. He has totally outperformed everybody, and he played a lot better. And the Cowboys game, running game, really suffered after he had that injury. Yeah. And uh, Tyron Smith was never able to really uh, give him that production that you saw from Steele. So, I mean, any idea? Do you think at all the Cowboys do anything? Do you think he retires? There could be a good good Tyron? chance that he retires. I, I, yeah, I, I think there's absolutely a shot that he retires. But, I mean, there's obviously going to be a need for offensive linemen around the NFL in general. I'm I look at NFL players of Tyron Smith's caliber when healthy. Someone's going to give this guy a bag. It just yeah. shouldn't be the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Some, someone's going to – because the offensive line is – right, that is outside of quarterback what everyone is craving the most. Everyone that's wants a good Jason offense. Peters is playing at 41. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's exactly right. Exactly, exactly right. So, and it's yeah. not like – all right, now everyone has got this great offensive line that, you know, it's not like the Eagles where no. they have – They've they've managed they've done that very well. That's that took time to build, uh, and that's something the Cowboys have. I, I think that their offensive line played admirably last year, considering all those injuries and the reshuffling that they did. Uh, but again, I think the same thing. I think Tyron Smith and uh, his time with the Cowboys has come to an end. Now, there's some names that you can restructure or you can just flat cut. We talk about a couple of them on the defense before we move into the draft, real quick. Jordan Lewis. Mm-hmm. Is he a cap casualty, Tristan? Is he is he looking at this number? What do you say, four or five? He, if you cut mm-hmm. him now, you're saving four point seven million. His cap is about five point eight right now. I mean, again, if he if he's just not contributing to the level of that money, you think you can allocate that money elsewhere? Yeah. To be to put this in perspective, the first round pick where the Cowboys are drafting, their four year contract is worth a total of fourteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. So spreading that over out over four four years, I mean, that's just that's still part of even just cutting one guy. Exactly. Right? That's a great point. Yeah. And then Dorrance uh, Armstrong, you think he's he's another guy that's a cap casualty, possibly. Maybe. Could save. I mean, I, he had a good year. And, and the year, and I mean, he's sacks. got a lot of sacks. And I think he was, what did you say, eight? Eight and a half sacks, and a half. yeah. So there you go. He had a good year. But he did kind of fall off into the year. Don't you feel like we all kind of stopped seeing him flash? We didn't maybe see. Maybe about week yeah, exactly. 14, 15 on. Now, I think you could definitely move on from a guy like Dorrance, um, right? That's a cap hit of 7.25. For me personally, I would love to see them maybe restructure. You could extend that out just one more deal, turn that 7.25 into $3 million hit. Now you're paying $3 million for somebody who gets you about eight and a half to nine sacks. I'd take that. I think that's pretty nice. And I think he's, I mean, the Cowboys love it when their own. Yeah. Turn out to be good. Look, we overpaid Zeke. We we signed Jalen Smith too early. The only only player that didn't get paid too early was Dak. And look how much that screwed us all over. So I mean, I could see the Cowboys really trying to work with Dorrance if they're considering a cut and maybe doing a restructure. I think they will. I think that they. You talk about that draft and develop. Mm-hmm. They always talk about the Cowboys really, and they're actually pretty darn good at it. Let's yeah. just be honest. Dorrance is a great example last of that. Year's, yeah, last year's draft class has really proven to be pretty good. If they were to redo it all again, Tyler Smith would be 
Mm-hmm. Oh, high, like eight. Oh, for sure. Eight, seven. Oh, yeah. And they got him, I don't even remember where they were, 21, 22? Yeah, I think it was somewhere in those Yeah, yeah and everyone 20s, was yeah. crapping all over that pick at the yeah. time. Me like, too. Oh, he holds too much. <laughs> yeah, and we were all I skeptical. was like, that's a terrible pick. <laughs> but there you go, and, and here, we, here we are. So the Cowboys tend to know what they're doing, and I think that that's one of the reasons that they might be willing to get rid of some of these guys and think, hey, we do have a pretty good track record, pretty good in the draft, at least a little bit better than others. Is there a free agent that's out there right now, and we'll do this very generally, that the Cowboys, you would like to see them at least kick the tires on? There's a few names that I've mentioned. We know today that uh, it looks like the Los Angeles Rams and Bobby Wagner, mm-hmm. linebacker that uh, That'd be a really, really flourished one. under Dan yes. Quinn in Seattle. From what I understand, the Cowboys approached him last year and Dan Quinn, uh, but it was a money thing. That is expected to drop a little bit as, as if, if the Cowboys were to sign him. But would you be interested in that? I know Robert Woods got released. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, the Taylor Lewan, Taylor Lewan uh, from Tennessee, who who is someone that you're looking at, and I'll start with you, Tristan, that you would like to see the Cowboys maybe say mm, just early on because sure. there's a lot lot to go. But yeah, yeah, um, I'm gonna go outside a list of those names that you just mentioned. Actually, I'm thinking about Jordan Poyer from the Buffalo Bills has been a yeah. really Really kind of under the radar, but very, very good safety for the Buffalo Bills. Imagine adding him to the back end of the secondary, him and Diggs just together roaming around back there making plays. I I love the idea of bolstering that secondary again. I've talked about this before, just adding playmakers to the to the secondary to that defense. It already has an amazing pass rush. Ron Curse, you keep him back there. I know he's still under contract, Mm -hmm. but yeah. I mean, you can put him back. That that doesn't sound bad. Anyone else that you that you're looking at? For me, right now, it's Poyer. Uh, go, I think you have a couple of guys, right? I do have a couple of guys. Um, one that one that really stands out to me is one that has yet to be released, but it's heavily it's heavily rumored that a former Cowboys cornerback Byron Jones will be released uh, the by Dolphins. the Miami Dolphins yeah. to save them thirteen point six million dollars. I wasn't in favor of paying him. What he what he wanted whenever he left, but my God, would I love for him to come back? I think he still got he's, stuff in the he's tank. He's a cover corner. He's very he's a good. Great. He's a, I still think he's a very good corner. I'm not that. He's not what he used to be, but he's still very talented. I think you can get that if they cut him. I think you can get him for a very reasonable price. And from what I remember, he was a big fan of Dallas. He did not he want to leave. Here. He gave them every effort to. Uh, I was surprised or, that he was gone. Yeah, Dallas, to be completely honest. I think with it you. was it was all the price tag. It was and, just and money. He was a really smart guy. I just remember him being a very uh, big locker room leader at the time. That was under the Garrett era. Anyone else? I know you had another mm-hmm. name. You said I. Th- there is there is one player, and to be honest, it's maybe a little bit. Wishful thinking for me because I'm not sure if the Cowboys are going to be as interested at putting money into this position, although I think they should. And I will also say real quick, the only thing that concerns me about any of the moves in the secondary is we know that the Cowboys don't prioritize safety. I don't know why. I think it's idiocracy personally, but they do not. The player that I'm really interested that I would love for the Cowboys to look at is a guy who's been in this division, who's been... Stuffing Zeke for years. He's literally one of the best in the league at this position. Talking about Deron Payne. This guy is an absolute mauler. He's a fantastic pass rusher, and he's a brilliant run stuffer. One of the absolute best in the league. But you'd have to pay him. You'd have to pay him. That'd be the luxury pickup right there. You'd have to pay him, and we can get more into this 
you know, in further episodes, but I've done a little bit of nerding out, diving in. You know, we just talked about cutting, and I know I mentioned 7.6 over, but in the magical world where the Cowboys do everything I would like them to do, (laughs) including franchise tagging Tony Pollard, they'd have $45 million under the cap. Now, that's... Like we can get into that later. That's a lot of cutting people here, here, yeah, restructuring yeah. deck, all that kind of stuff. But they can have a lot of space, and they can pick up a guy like that. Another guy who I like at that position is also in this division and has also done all those things that I just mentioned, and that's Dalvin Tomlinson. That's a Giants player who has been underutilized for that team, also becoming a free uh, agent. Yeah, I did not. I absolute, would not have his name out of that. Absolute. He's not under, as good of a pass rusher. Under 30 as well. I mean, uh, definitely a big body presence. Big right body. There. You, do, you do need big bodies. That's one thing yes. that the Cowboys really, as the season wore on, you right? really saw. That was, God, that was the that, Achilles that was heel was the run stopping. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly why those two guys stick out to me. Because that's what, look, I mean, I love Jonathan Hankins. But having to pick up Jonathan Hankins during the middle of the season is a clear indication of just how bad you are at defensive tackle. I will say this. I think that both of you guys are, are bringing up some good names. All those n- names sound exciting. I, I don't have a, a particular aim. I'll, all the, I like to kick the tires on a lot of things. I will say this, and I'll make this prediction. I think the Cowboys do spend this offseason. I, I think so. that in, we, we've gotten used to them being very uh, conservative, not really throwing out those big contracts. I understand that, and a lot of times I applaud that. I think this year it was a very slap-in-the-face reminder that you need to have weapons around Dak. I think that's what they're going to really focus on. I think they're going to bring in a wide receiver. They're probably going to bring in a couple of guys on the defense. And then they're going to look to the draft. And we're going to focus on draft on next episodes. But I want to say in the first round, if you're looking at what they do in the first round, what would you like them to see? What would you like to see come out of the first round? What positions? Uh, you don't necessarily have to give me a name per se, but if they drafted an X, would you say, okay, that's okay? Mm-hmm. Or if they drafted another position, you're like, oh, man, what are they doing? I'll start with Tristan. What do you got? As far as, like, immediate need? Immediate need. And that's another thing. Do you draft for need or do you draft for best player yeah, available? Yeah. That's the we've, big we've had million. We've had this conversation a little off air. Me yeah, and Dylan. Like, I mean, like. Five minutes ago, we yeah. were just like, literally, <laughs> well, literally it's the, the first ca- thing I talked to him If about. I'm the Cowboys and this is available at 26, we've got a lot of good, talented wide receivers in this draft. Uh, a couple of guys that really stand out to me, Jordan Addison out of USC. Uh, mm-hmm. He plays yeah, underneath yeah. very, very well, but also has a deep ball presence. Yes. I love Zay Flowers personally oh, as a yeah, Patriots yeah. fan, yeah, keeping yeah. him in Massachusetts. I'd love to see Zay Flowers see. as a Patriot. Yeah. Baller. Um, but also another guy, Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. I, I, in case you're uninformed, this guy lit up Alabama, one of the best programs in college football, right? He, he for five it. touchdowns yeah. and 200 yards. I don't know if he'll yards. be available there. Yeah. But. I mean, at 26, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. They need a burner on the outside. Jalen Hyatt has incredible speed. He plays down the field, great ball tracking, good hands. I, I think he'd be a phenomenal pickup So you think the Cowboys are really going to be focusing wide receiver? Do you, I mean, that's got to be one If you're going to splash in an immediate need receiver, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? You're looking at something? Well, so, you know, what would you like to see them take a safety, a wide receiver? Where do you go? I, I, I love wide receiver. Like Tristan, I've got a whole list. I, Jalen Hyatt's literally on on my list right now. Love Jalen. Love Booty. Fantastic. Love Kayshawn. Um, maybe a little bit later too. Love a little sneaky local guy like a Rasheed Rice mm. from SMU. It's a really talented player as well. Love drafting a wide receiver in the first round. It worked out great for Ceedee Lamb. 
I think CeeDee Lamb's a fantastic receiver. The only thing that would keep me away from doing that is a situational thing. Because I know I've talked to you guys both about this a lot off the air. I'm dying for the Cowboys to really be bold. And by really be bold, I mean you package some stuff up and you go throw it at a real star. Because the wide receiver market for free agency is pretty low, pretty low quality. Mm-hmm. And You're like, definitely looking at a big-time receiver I, here. I would if, – if the Cowboys don't make the trade that I would like for them to make, like a Hopkins, Diggs, Evans, Higgins, and I said Diggs because I think they'll have enough cap space to sign. You can get Devon Diggs Diggs. and Duran. Like, I want to win a Super Bowl. I don't yeah. – what happened last year upset me as a Cowboys fan personally. Oh, yeah. I mean – I think he took to the chest. Yeah, yeah. It, and I really do mean that because, like, right, you got to watch the Cowboys win, right? Tristan has got—he's so spoiled he doesn't even get to talk about <laughs> it because he's a Patriots fan. Yeah, I'm 31 years old, and I don't know what it's like to have really any playoff success of any kind, and to sit on your hands with the most cap space in the league, like the Cowboys did last year in free agency, drove me insane. That I'm I'm done doing the whole. Doing the whole, well, we're saving it for you. That's BS. Well, and you, you I, use I, every I, inch I'll of your cap. I'll push back a little bit on this because the Cowboys know that they've got two guys that are going to really be screwing with them. Yeah. You're talking about restructuring. They're probably going to restructure CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. I think that that's how they – but you've got Trayvon Diggs, and then you've got Micah Parsons. Coming, be expensive. And you're going to have to have money for both of those guys or else you're going to lose one big time. I think Trayvon Diggs is the one that's really going to give you headaches because he wasn't a first-round pick. So you don't have that fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, uh-oh. And and I, from all indications are his agent and everything, they're going to be playing hardball. So I don't think the Cowboys can can really afford – I know you hate this, but they can't afford to go crazy. Yeah. I think they are going to be spenders uh, this offseason just because they are able to get rid of some bigger contracts that have been yeah. kind of albatrosses around their necks. You talked about wide receiver. You're going kind of wide receiver-ish. He's wide receiver. <laughs> wide receiver. If they don't trade for a DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, let me let me tell you this real quick. Then, let's say in crazy world land that a quarterback <laughs> somehow falls like a Stroud, like CJ Stroud, who they were <laughs> quote unquote intrigued by. I don't know mm-hmm. who isn't, but or a Levis or. I don't know. I can't imagine that Bryce. But anyway, let's just say a quarterback that was supposed to be taken in the first round falls to them. Any chance the Cowboys kind of give that a sniff? You want me to go first again? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I have my opinions on the prospects. It just depends on the guy, in my opinion. I mean, you, you mentioned, again, the intrigue with C.J. Stroud. Uh, between him and Bryce Young, they're both phenomenal. Everybody else in this draft as far as first-round talents, quote-unquote, um, I'm not as big of a fan of at 26. There, there's nobody that's besides those two that I would risk upsetting Dak What's Prescott. What's the earliest you would take a quarterback? What it, round? Uh, what do you mean? Let's just say those two are gone. Oh, let's if, say one of them was no, available I, in the second round. I'd probably you? go if I'm the Cowboys. I would go maybe third round Hendon Hooker. Oh, okay. Personally, I like that a lot. Actually, yeah, third round. So you're not so the quarterback thing as a Cowboys fan. If you're doing this draft, you are definitely looking at a quarterback in this draft. Am I wrong? Absolutely. I, I don't think it's ever a bad idea to have somebody solid at least backing up your star. Absolutely. And now, do you think that that gives any kind of? I know there's going to be that. Oh, if they draft a quarterback, they might be looking to change at the position. I don't think you get that unless you draft in the first round. Mm-hmm. Personally, yeah. 
Exactly. I think the Cowboys would be crazy not to get a quarterback. I think that Cooper Rush is gone. And not that, exactly. that he was I, – I wasn't a big – I don't think he's anything special. I think he did a wonderful job, uh, but I think that was a lot on the defense. The one uh, pick that I would not like to see is a running back in the first round, unless it's maybe B. John Robinson. I just don't think, again, I think we're going down a rabbit hole that we don't need to be going down if you're getting running backs in the first round. I think that there are a lot of them. Uh, I personally would like to see the Cowboys do something at wide receiver. I guess I'm like everybody. They need a speedster, and there yes. seems to be a plethora of wide receivers available. And as you mentioned, wide receivers in the free agent market this year. Bad. It's not bad. It's Michael not... Thomas, which is the best option. Yeah. And then yeah. you have everybody else. Everybody yeah, else. And then Juju. Maybe and... You a lot of questions with a, if you got an Odell Beckham throwing in there, how healthy is he going to be? Those yeah. kinds of things. So I think that, that I, I would like to see a wide receiver in the first round. I'd hate to see a running back, unless it's Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Because I think we've, we've talked about this before. I know in the first round, you've got, what, 19, 18 guys that are listed as first-round guys. And yeah. So by 26, you're probably going to get a high second-round guy grade. So unless Bijan, who I think is probably, by everyone's list, a first-round guy, yeah. if he was to drop, that's the best player available yeah, I, I mean, I've done a few mock drafts lately, and Bijan's typically there around 26 for the Cowboys. Oh, I've singled him out. He's typically yeah. around there. Now, if that's if they do draft him, then you don't need Tony. Then you, yeah, then that's a clear signal. Okay, Tony. Then you don't need or, Tony. Yeah. yeah, and then you can get some kind of I, Malik Davis looked yeah. pretty good to me yeah. sometimes. And, and just just running him? backs seem to fall from the sky in drafts they every do. year, man. Yes, they uh, do. I mean, there's heck. There's Jameer Gibbs as well out of Alabama, who's very talented. Not yeah. as much as obviously a Bijan, oh, but like Tony Ferry fell out of the sky. Yeah, yeah just he, fell out of the sky. Fourth, yeah, fourth round pick. Yeah, fourth round. Yeah, it's a good yeah. So I mean, again, I think that wide or running backs, as you mentioned. There's so many. I think last year, the Kansas City Chiefs. Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sixth round. Had, yeah. And then you had uh, uh, the Eagles. Both of those guys combined total, I think, for running backs that they were paying on their team salaries, yeah. something like seven. Maybe. Seven million bucks. <laughs> Maybe. And yeah. Ezekiel Elliott is making that all and double it all on his own. Yeah. All right. We're going to be definitely drafting all for the Cowboys in the next couple of weeks. And we're going to be looking at free agents as more become available. This next week is the. Combine and a lot of fans, or a lot of teams, that is, have an idea of what they're going to do, who they're going to be talking to. We're definitely going to get a list of people that the Cowboys are interested in, and at least we'll go over that. Until that time, I'm Austin York, Dylan Reed, Tristan Ryan. Have a good one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.